This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. As a business owner, have you ever asked, uh, how is my business ensuring profitability and sustainability? Uh, or does my business drive its growth and agenda through a defined strategy? Maybe also, is there a performance management system in place? If you hesitated to answer any of these questions, you need to take a look at the Business Enabling Toolbox, BET. To find out more about BET, check the show notes of this episode. This is Make Your Pitch. I'm Christopher Knight. And I am Ellen J. Harris. Together, we chat with entrepreneurs with great ideas, looking for investors to back their vision. We want to be sure investors are there as well as to find the next big hit. So let's get started. And a great big hello to everyone and welcome to this episode of Make Your Pitch. As all of you know, we bring folks on that have talents that are unbelievable. Some are startup companies, uh, some are investors, some are experts, and some come along with new technology that is actually state-of-the-art. And we have that opportunity today with our guest, uh, in fact, we, are, we have a side-by-side -side team here today that's going to go through an entire program that I think will knock your socks off. And I mean that with all due respect to technology, and it'll shock you and knock your socks off in the process. But I'm Christopher Knight. And I am the ever-curious Ellen J. Harris. Uh, you were curious today, I tell you what. We had uh, folks before we got on, we had a very interesting chit-chat, and I'll, I'll not go into detail, but... Uh, I can tell you, Ellen is excited. Ellen, tell us who our guests are and show them the way in the door. Okay. Okay. If you enjoy the unusual and technologies that offer the opportunity to see beyond the existence of today, then our guests are going to be extremely special and extremely informative and inviting. I'd like to introduce Kira and Stephen. And they are going to introduce themselves and talk about what they do. Take it away. Go ahead, dear. All right, I'm first then. <laughs> yeah, my name is Kira Storajev. Um, Steve and I are married. We've been together for 20 plus years. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, we have three children, uh, ages 13, 19, and 21. And um, so we are also entrepreneurs. And um, my background is actually in technology, uh, which is, I guess, well suited for this presentation. And I used to work with corporations. Um, I used to be a regional sales manager and sold networks to corporations such as Hewlett Packard, Lockheed, Allied Signal, and many more. Um, and so uh, that was a great opportunity for me. And then later I created my own company called Future World where I was a technologist and advisor to some large corporations to design networks as well as school districts. And then later I was on uh, CBS television in Los Angeles as a technology expert. So, uh, so I have a strong background in this as well as a real love of cryptocurrency and getting involved in it because it's sort of like the wild west and a lot of opportunities and uh, in the process. Um, we have created uh, an amazing system uh, utilizing a cryptocurrency. So I'm gonna let Steven take it away now. 
Hi, I'm Stephen, Kira's husband. And um, I guess the best way to describe myself is a sustainability designer. And I've always, for many years, believed that technology is, is what can be leveraged for a more sustainable world, a more just world. We can address poverty. Um, the frame that I look at things in is that ages are defined by their economic models. You know, the hunter and gatherer age, the model was barter. And you had a tribal leader because power and money are the two sides of a coin. Agricultural age, you have gold and silver and monarchs. Right. Industrial age, you now have fiat currencies and central government. The information age specifically becomes defined by cryptocurrencies. That is the new type of economic system and it's decentralized. So it gives people actually the power to choose, to choose what money they use, to choose what communities they want to interact with and what values they want to put forward. So it's within that light that um, the thing that we're going to chat about today, the spades token and community, because the community is just as important as the token. Um, cryptocurrencies themselves, I have always believed their tremendous opportunity is in community use. If they're utilized for the betterment of community. Right now, cryptocurrencies, for the most part, are something that those who have money can invest in, and maybe they'll make a lot of money, or depending when they put it in, the way this market goes, they might lose a bunch of money. <laughs> but making or losing money is an investment. That's not, in my mind, the true opportunity of what cryptocurrencies can provide to the world. So we've designed a system that's charitable. I do have a for-profit technology company too, and someday we'll talk about that, but that's not the issue for today. Um, and and I, we have I a slideshow. Like yeah. <laughs> well, we actually have a completely working system. Actually, 5% of it still is not completed, um, but I'll actually show you that this isn't just an idea and vaporware. But let me give it back to Christopher since you're all the hosts. I don't want to take over. No, in fact, uh, we want you to take over at this point because we want to hear as much as we can in the uh, the time space we have available. Uh, mm -hmm. And I personally know that there is a lot more than uh, will meet the eye here, but I know you're going to focus in one area that you feel is the most important for today's and uh, episode, if you will. And we'll certainly want to have you back to uh, feature you on other episodes for some of the other things you're doing. So please... The show is yours, Stephen and Kara, take it on. Yeah, All right. excellent. We're happy to share it. Uh, I think the easiest way to do this is first just go through the quick slides and then show you the actual true working website. Mm -hmm. um, because it does need to be put into the pr proper frame of reference as to what it is that we are sharing. All right, let me get that going. There it is. That's the start. <laughs> yes. So um, we have created a cryptocurrency that's on the Tron protocol. Hopefully your users know what that means. I don't want to waste time getting into to that particular issue. And 
it was created as a nonprofit organization, a 508, and its purpose specifically is to help communities, but in a, in a unique way. So the purpose of our token is to act as backing for community currencies. And there's two kinds of communities that we will back. Online communities, you'll see our online community here. There's other online communities we were discussing earlier, like the Easy NFT site. That community is gonna use this model as well. And then there are regular communities where when people may need to barter, then this currency can act as the backing. So yeah. if somebody and gets extra credits, then they have something to cash it, out Specifically, it's very good for second world countries, actually, that don't have those opportunities currently. Um, so there's a, a real potential for that market opening up and utilizing the system. Yes. Um, so that's, that's the purpose of this particular token. It's not to run a casino. It's not for investment, even though you can invest in it, of course because it will go up in value and we'll show you why it will be stable. So it's backing. Yeah, so the key is we really want to have a more stable cryptocurrency as you some of you who have been uh, investing in cryptocurrencies have recognized that the fluctuation is uh, sometimes very severe. Um, and so you can win and lose money uh, on a, in a day. And so this is some of the goals that we have set forth is to ensure that we have some level of stability in this. So this community, which you're going to see, provides people from all over the globe a safe and equitable location to earn, learn, and prosper. And as you'll see, everybody earns something simply for participating. You know, Facebook makes billions of dollars, but they don't share any of it with us, even though we're the users who give them content and make them worth that. We share ad revenue in pools and we share revenue that comes from sales of the tokens with the community members. The token is meant to support the community. Uh, the site's available in 103 languages at the moment, so people from all over the world can use it. And that's important because we give out charitable awards every bi-monthly, and they're from all over the world, and they bring their users who may not have access to so the, things. So the goal on this is actually to be globally driven as well as community driven. Yes, so accounts are free, charitable partners on the ground around the world in developing nations with access. They help with logistics so that their users can earn into not only their local community, but they can import that wealth from the global marketplace. Because obviously it doesn't help to have wealth moving from the poor to the rich. Right. And some people don't have bank accounts, you know, if you're looking at the second world countries or th even third world countries, they, they don't have access to that, but they're increasingly having access to having a cell phone <laughs> and a digital currency. So that's why this digital currency can really help out with a lot of communities and actually increasing their economy and their ability to create wealth. Right. And uh, a pool of 10% of token sales from new exchanges are shared as a pooled community distribution based on people's engagement. So the more you participate, the more you earn. But it also supports the token because when we take this 10%, the actual cash value is utilized to buy back our own tokens on the exchange. 
and the users get their community credit so that they can do business with one another. You'll see as we go along, they can cash out those community credits for spades tokens. And there's a very, very good reason why we don't just use the spades token for regular transactions. Um, this so is, the spades token is the key to get you into the community is basically what it is. And once you're in the community, then you use credit system. Um, this is an economic ecosystem. Instead of people having minimal choice in locally available jobs or what currency they can use, now people of like mind and value can support one another with their own community currency. As it's earned, they need a way to convert that wealth into a currency that can be exchanged for whatever other medium they might like, national fiat currencies, other cryptocurrencies. And that's exactly what the Spades token was specifically designed to do. So here's the way people can earn on our site. Um, this really is a kind of a mini internet of everything. There are the capacity to make jobs, to put jobs up. So that's kind of like Fiverr, whether you're a computer programmer or maybe um, somebody locally needs you and you're a handyman. Whatever it happens to be, you can um, find a job and tell people what job you would like. And if you're a business or you're someone who needs help, you can find somebody to do the work. So this is kind of like Fiverr, LinkedIn, um, but we also can facilitate payment. It's not required, but it can do that. People can sell items either at auction or in a regular uh, marketplace. We call it my store. They can be digital and they can be physical. People can uh, actually sell tickets to their events, put them up there. So musical performances, classes, courses, um, you name it. Then what this allows, like for example, I like to drum. So if there was somebody from different cultures from like right now, two of our major charities that we work with are in Africa and Nepal. They put on these great drumming shows. I would pay $5 for that. I would buy a ticket to that show and be able to own it. So this is kind of like Live Nation. They share in ad pools uh, and revenue. And then there's affiliate marketing. And Ellen, I really enjoy this part of it. A lot of people don't have anything to sell. We supply them with a digital product. It's a group actually kind of like Be Social, And it's charge is $25, one time for life, a lifetime VIP membership. And any of our members can sell it. And we pay out an 80% commission to the people who refer the sales. And then we put a little bit of uh, steroids into the mix and share out that revenue amongst a, a group of connections so that everybody is earning and Oh my gosh, the algorithm on that is huge. So we're putting some practicality into the crypto market. So it's not just a pump and dump environment uh, where you're just looking at the cryptos of the way, as a way to make money. This is actually utilizing it as a practical way in everyday life to be able to use the currency. And it's global, which is a beautiful part of cryptos. Um, as I said, we're a 508 nonprofit association as funds from the spades token on exchanges are realized, those funds do not go to individuals or to corporate entities. Instead, they're utilized to support the community and the charities on it, which in turn then supports the value of the spades token. So there's a synergy here. Um, it is quite easy to use. You just go to your dashboard and I'll show you that. 
And here comes a nice, easy, uh, functional navigation system. And in the middle is any news that people may need on a daily basis. Here's your update. Because people do vote in our community. It's a direct democracy. So they nominate the charities that they want up for uh, consideration of our bi-monthly awards. And then they, the members, if they wish, vote on which charity they want to receive the award. It is available in over 100 languages. Now, the charity part is really important. So we allocated 10% of the tokens that were minted for charitable release, and it will take about 10 to 15 years to release them all. Because we're on Tron, there are not miners. So we have to have a different tokenomics plan. And our plan really allows tokens to go out in three ways, through charitable distribution, through rewards to the members of the community for their participation, and lastly, obviously, through the sale on exchanges. We support the charities. The charities support the growth of the community. So the relationship and plan increases the global reach of our membership as more awards are given, and those organizations bring their members and supporters to our community. So the key is a win-win. You know, we want the users to win. Uh, we want the charities to win. And obviously the Spades, you know, company to win too. So it's, it's a whole uh, network of people just uh, benefiting from this. And also we're lifting up these charities. Yes. And since they're all over the world, it means that our membership grows from around the world. Now we do support and actually kind of focus on, but ultimately it'll be up to the members, charities that are in places of real need that are developing. They're just getting access to the internet right, to the global marketplace. So we have a few of our own unique projects called access points and scales. Access points are places on the ground where uh, there's a charity we're supporting and we put in some computers and this way their members now have access to the community so that they can, you know, maybe some of them are programmers, maybe they make art, maybe they're musicians, right? Uh, there are ways that they can earn into our community as we've already seen. And then we have a really unique thing that comes with it called a scale or social cooperative and local exchange. And what that does is it says, hey, do you need a local barter system? So that the few really probably younger people that are really using the internet and getting all these cloud credits, which they can then immediately turn into spades tokens, those can be backing for your local community credit system so that the people using the computer, oh, now they can go get some food in the cooperative from the farmer. The farmer may, will probably never touch the internet. But now on the local ledger, he has credits that came from this internet use, right? Imported wealth. And now he wants to get dresses from the dressmaker. Well, he has credits. Now she has some credits. So it's kind of like old in the old West where they had a little ledger book when you came into the general store. And people brought in their food or they brought in their gold or they brought in their dresses. And uh, the wealth was kept in the community. So we can, we do have a specific project also for backing of local community systems. And that also helps the value of the spade token because when it's backing a local community credit, it's basically frozen, right? It's staked. It's not in circulation. 
So that's one of the ways that you increase the value of a token. We do have a lot of businesses who already want to take the spades token and we'll be adding the spade token to the My Crypto Checkout plugin. That's the biggest uh, plugin for WordPress, hundreds of thousands of them. And they allow businesses to take uh, crypto tokens, including the spades token will be listed on there. Well, also the beauty of this is that the more that the spades is purchased and utilized, the increase in the price of the spades. So those investors who are in the spades are making money. So, um, so we're utilizing that aspect of it too, in terms of you know the actual way that cryptos are used right now, that'll still be in place because everything is based on supply and demand in the crypto world when you have a limited number of cryptos available. Yeah. So here's the big picture. And then we just have a few more slides and I'll show you the, the actual community. Hopefully we've brought this together where you can see that uh, individuals, charities and businesses now have a singular community that's global with commercial applications to increase opportunities of the information age. Right, because that's the idea. We are trying to ease the transition to the information age by making these technologies available to those who most need them, as well as people in the developing world. And right. I really like this slide. So we're integrating cryptocurrency with community. We were just talking about the access points. It's not just that they can get digital wealth, which is what our community is built to empower them to do. But with that access, they can get telemedicine access the global markets. That's another one of our particular purposes, education. And some of the charities that we'll be supporting, um, there's something called the play pump. You can see it here. Kids play on it and it goes around in circles, just like at the, at the local park. Well, that particular one, every time it goes around, it's pumping water up from a well. So that's one of the charities that we like to support. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? It is. <laughs> I think it's a great that idea. Is. So the That's kids, the kids fun. are the kids are actually playing on it as it's pumping water up. In the, uh... Yeah. So That's right. It's isn't that smart to utilize all that energy and then utilize it's practical application for your community. Yeah, they're it's called play so pumps, and they're all over Africa. And actually, because they've been installed, for example, girls who used to have to go hike two and a half, three, ten miles to get water, no longer have to, and now they get to go to school. Mm -hmm because they made the girls do it. Yeah, we have a lot of other charities that we'd really like to work with. Steven actually, he had worked on something called Peace Day um, and put together a show online for a number of years, every day on International Peace Day. And um, all these wonderful charities and organizations posted all the positive things they're doing in the world. So we have really an amazing network of different organizations to tap into and work with. Yes. <laughs> that's a whole nother story The UN, we, when we worked with the United Nations for multiple years doing global broadcasts for uh, mm -hmm. International Day of Peace. So we do have access to a, a from UN organizations to other charitables, water.org, play pumps, you name it. At any rate, um, we use a community cloud credit so that Whenever there's a transaction, for example, Ellen, maybe you're teaching a class and I signed up for it. I'm actually paying you in a credit for a number of reasons. Um, people on your show, Christopher and Ellen, will be aware that when you use a cryptocurrency, there's always some kind of proof of stake fee. It's an extra fee, right? A transaction fee. And it uses energy from the environment. 
And depending which crypto you're using, it can take a long time for there to be a delivery. Well, let's think about this. If I'm just doing a regular exchange, why should I pay extra transaction fees? Why should I create more electrical use? Why should I have to wait? This bypasses that. This is why we're backing. The token itself is backing. When you want to cash out, put it on a blockchain. But when you and I are just doing business with each other here, there's no need for it. Uh, down here, you know, we, we pointed out we're a mini internet of everything. You already saw some of our functions. eBay was the auctions, Fiverr, jobs, PayPal, transfers, Etsy, handmade goods and services, Live Nation, events, Facebook, social interaction. Um, do any of those require that people pay on a blockchain? None. So why waste the money? Let's keep the money in our members' pocket. And we also use a credit system because it helps keep wealth in the community. It empowers the community to maximize its productive resources. It allows for more wealth to be imported into the community. And when you have a community currency, it circulates more rapidly amongst the users and the members. They're more likely to go buy something from somebody because they don't look at it the same way as they look at the $10 bill in their wallet or the euro, right? It's just this credit that they earned in the first place. And particularly in the developing world, this is important because that wealth can't be stolen by hitting somebody over the head with a cudgel. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, very, that's very graphic, Stephen. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that it happens. Um, there's actually a frame in here too. Uh, th this could be a whole entire show, but this shows how you use a community currency starting with the farm to create local food security and how the artisans and craft people and trades people and handy people uh, and local workers all can work through this local currency, right? And anything left over can be sent out to the public side. You're dealing with your national fiat currency and then that can bring things into the community that you have to pay for in regular currency. But this makes everybody here more wealthy and it creates far greater food security for the people in the community. Um, yeah, let me interrupt you just for a moment there, if I might. Um, Back to that slide. Yeah, okay, that's fine. It, it does, um, uh, I want to I get clear here, the fact that this currency actually flows peer to peer and does not need a local market maker in order to exchange uh, the local currency for them to use. So they're actually using it as the local currency period. Am I, because that's that's not what I'm familiar with from our other, other group. So that's the reason I'm asking the question. That's a great question. You're right. I mean, fundamentally, when you come right down to it, we're providing a barter credit. And if you have a lot of those barter credits, you can then cash them out for a spades token yeah and then make it into anything you want cash it in for public funds so like yeah there's no crypto. middle person or middle entity if they if they cash a, a spades token in into the uh, local uh, fiat they're going to need a market maker to do that for them they can't just do that through your system so no. there, there will be a market maker involved somewhere eventually is that right Yes, eventually there will. I mean, we're actually talking with a few different places that have uh, not just the exchange and the wallet, but also banking and credit card systems, you know, whether it's Kraken, there's a lot of them that do that now. Okay. Um, 
So but really, they can also do a lot just internally with the credits um, and make a lot of things happen and can, you know, trade goods and services and such too until yeah. they want to cash trade, out. Trade them just for the credits themselves. Okay, right. I got it. Sure. It is important that people know, especially because we've got this program in there that can make people a lot, a lot of credits. And they will want to cash things out to cash. Mm -hmm. And they can easily do that. They will just, they're, they're the cloud credit is a dollar. So it's a stable token. When they want to cash out, all they're really doing is a swap between a stable token and the spades token based on whatever its value is at a that conversion. day. Yeah, that's this frame right here, token conversion. Mm -hmm. Now, once you have the spades token, well, you could swap it into Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything else, move it to Coinbase and have it go to your bank account. Or if you're at a wallet uh, that has location that allows you to cash out directly, Clever will be doing that. Most of our people have their wallets on Clever right now or Trust Wallet. Uh, they'll be able to cash it out directly you know, onto a debit card. So that's up to the market makers. We don't want to be a financial institution. And yeah. we don't want I mean, to deal with public funds. They still have to register funds. with different brokers, right? And, and marketplaces in order to do the cash out conversion. But that would be their choice. Right. So this, this frame actually kind of explains this. Uh, members or visitors wishing to make a purchase in the community can purchase with cryptos, credit or debit cards, PayPal, or cloud credits if they already have them. Anytime a visitor chooses, it, chooses to purchase something on the site, meaning they're not a member already, then they're prompted at checkout to create an account and pay just like normal. If I'm buying Ellen's course for $20 and I see it and she because she shared it, and I come along and I say, buy this course, then I'm going to get charged $20. Now, Ellen's going to get 19.85 cloud credits. There's a tiny, tiny percentage for the transaction fee. Um, the funds received that go to the members, like I said, will be cloud credits. Now, the cash or the crypto that we receive... Here's the key, Christopher and Ellen. That cash is automatically used by the community to purchase spades tokens on exchanges. Okay, that helps our demand. And those tokens that we got go into the community bank because Ellen's going to come along at some point and say, I want to cash out my 20 cloud credits. Great, here's your tokens. We bought them with the $20 that created your cloud credits in the first place. So this is huge because the almost all crypto tokens, their only demand is what is it on the, on the exchange. Any demand for our community is demand for the spades token. We create demand globally without people needing to go to an exchange. They just come to us and they get goods and services. And that is the equivalent essentially of them buying our tokens on the exchange. Let's pause for a moment so we can hear from our sponsor for this episode. I have just set up our customer relation management system using CRM Engine, not just for its many options, but because its price is well below that of the big boys. The CRM Engine team set up all that we needed to keep track of our contacts, including those who are scheduled to pitch, our investors and strategic partners. We now know when we met, what was said, when to follow up, and includes an auto email system to stay in touch timely. It keeps us focused on what makes Maker Pitch what it is, the people. 
So to learn how to keep your business in touch with your clients using CRM Engine, go to the show notes of this episode. So it's definitely multifaceted, uh, this whole community that we're creating. Um, uh, it's a zero debt system. This shows you we are where we are on TronScan. We do have um, a white paper, a legal opinion paper, a tokenomics plan. Uh, let me come over here real quick. A graphic designer is working on updating our homepage. We didn't want it to be too flashy because a lot of our users already are through the charities that we're working with. And, um, you know, they're not on new fast computers. They may not even support some of the flashier types of right. things. Yeah. Right. So you got to keep it pretty basic. And people, I think nowadays just want it basic anyway, because this whole crypto right. market can be super confusing. <laughs> so you want to exactly. really synthesize this and make it easy to use. We want to make yes. it fun and simple. So, yeah, I mean, you, yes. you'll see you can do all these things to make money. Um, You've created a, a um, oh, goodness, you've created an economy, yes. a localized economy that supports the people that you serve and gives them access to uh, areas that they wouldn't normally have access to. That's what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And okay. also, it cre does create wealth for people. That's part right. of our goal. What I'm yes. not what I'm not hearing though is, if I'm in a village in Ghana, how do I get these credits? Uh, I may not have access to a, a number of things necessary. How do I do that if I'm a third world country person? I don't, I, I still don't understand how they get the credits and how they get spades and so forth. So there's a couple of ways there is access through cell phones and computers but at libraries, have, yeah. schools. Um, now if in this specific place that you're talking about in Ghana, hopefully someone's going to nominate them to receive one of our charitable awards, because remember, uh, we didn't uh, create this token so that we would get rich because we don't own the token, the charitable association does. Right, right. And so, for example, the most two most recent awards, this is People for Peace. They build schools all over Nepal uh, and they give um, uh, scholarships to people for college. And they're, they want to bring all these people to the community. So yeah, your question about somebody in Ghana, well, we would love for them to have access, but I don't think everybody will be able to have access unless they have a way to get to a cell phone or a computer. And that's right. just the key. That's, that's just the bottom right. line. I mean, it mo might be more for second world countries and developing nations. Um, okay, and well, really, those in Ghana might have access. Right, I understand that, however, Again, they have access to a cell phone and a computer, uh, but yet you say they can't mine it. So how do they how do they actually accumulate it? I'll show you. So now I'm a user and I'm logged in. Um, does this person in Ghana have any skills? Are they can they create art? Can they take photos with their phone that I might want to use in a brochure that I'm going to license from them? Or they make baskets. 
Um, they might make baskets. Maybe uh, they want to, we, we're going to give them a way to market a digital product. I don't know what it is that they do. So they should uh, find a job <laughs> and, um, you know, they can search for the things that they're able to do. Okay. So but here's the question. Or sell something. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here's the question. Um, they have, and this is, this, I'm surmising, they have skills that we may not be familiar with, but they see a way to monetize those skills. Okay. And they've heard of this word in, in, uh, in the, um, Western countries called scaling and they're like scale. Yes, we can do scale. We want to do scale. So they come to you and they say, okay, this is where we're going to start, but we want to scale. Okay. How do we, how do we, how do we help them do that? Or can they do that on your well, platform? This is where the work I did with the UN groups for so many years becomes useful because okay. I'm a, recognized, known, uh, verified <laughs> person of service. Okay. So we have to reach out to uh, organizations that are in that geographical area, you know, whether it's Rotary Club or it's the Red Cross or it is a church. Right. Or Yeah, our neighbor, for example, is from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh, and he helps to build churches up there. And he's actually left today for a month. <laughs> okay. And so he's very interested in what this can do for his community. Yes. Um, getting the word out there so that they can increase the amount of money that they have available to them um, to build more churches and also to provide food and resources. So yes. they really want to find a way to work together as a community and to increase their wealth without relying on an entity outside of themselves where they have loans, you know, where they're going to own money and they're going to have interest on it and everything. Right. They, they, they want to have more freedom. And now yeah. you sound, you sound just like a gentleman that's on the bees.social network, that nightly program. And in his community, there are people who are being introduced to the tokens and coins and the entire concept. And the big thing for him is the food insecurity. Uh, food insecurity is a term that just rose on my radar this year. And I understand it a bit better because there are people right here in the state of New York that are food insecure. And yep. so that, yeah, it's- And now uh, we have two food banks in our community. Yes. And they're busy. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. So- um, what he said, what he, I, I don't know the gentleman's name. No, I can identify him by sight, but his name escapes me. Uh, but you might be talking about Arnold, but go ahead. Yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, he said that the people there, um, they are, they are enthusiastic and they're excited because yes. he, he introduced the concept and they've taken it from there. They can see all sorts of things that can be done that he didn't, he wasn't thinking of. And that's what happens. We're not really thinking of it the way the local person is. And they tend to take the concept and they just 
expand it out into areas that it's just it's phenomenal no. people want people want opportunity i have volunteered yes. at a homeless shelter and um, working with them i do a, a, a meditation practice for them in a workshop and helping them to understand you know where they're at in their lives and how they can improve them um but they're excited like when i sit yes. down with a group of people who are in this situation they don't want to be there they want no. out you know yes. they want a better life they're right. working as hard as they can for right. opportunities exactly so, you know when we give some tools like this to people who can create their own opportunities and and they have their own confidence that they can do it it makes a huge difference right. on their out of life you know they can get out of depression issues they yes you know, this yes could be a game changer you know what i'm saying so yes i do I, I, go ahead uh, steve but I, I gotta jump in here go ahead steve okay so this villages of hope you see here ellen this is actually patrick tuttle's one of the directors of this orphanage okay. school and bakery so this is a perfect kind of example they um have taught over 650 students. They have 100 children living there that otherwise would have no parents. They bake bread and they feed people every day. So this is what I mean by an access point, right? They're already there. But what tool do they have for all these young adults there to access wealth and import it into their community, right? And they don't even need to turn it into local cash. I mean, if they're earning something, they could just actually send their spades to Patrick, who certainly knows a lot about crypto, right? And he can turn it and use it to purchase all sorts of things and send it to the community. What do they need? What is it that they need sent over that they're not sustainable with? Oh, let's put in a play pump. We need water. Let's put in this. Let's put in that. So this is how it happens. Um I just want to make a point. Everybody uh, can nominate organizations for the awards. That's all right there. And then Christopher, you go back ahead and then I'll show you the rest of this about how you can make money if we have time. Yeah, well, uh, yes. Uh, the, the main thing that uh, occurs to me here is that uh, you have a lot of moving parts in this program. And I don't know that somebody with a third grade education is really going to capture the, uh, the opportunities. There's a lot, there's a learning curve here that the people that you're addressing may not be capable of. Now, I don't mean to demean anybody, but I'm no. just trying to be real here. Uh, yeah. And therefore, how in the world do you really get traction with this uh, when there is a learning curve for the opportunity? Well, there's two things, and I have to keep telling people this. Um, this is like a buffet. You don't right. have to eat it all. Yes. Just, just use whatever part is useful to you. For people in the first world and even us, I mean, I probably won't sell things at auction, but I will use my social profile pages. Um, I will market myself. I will share my opportunities. Um, I actually don't like Facebook. They put an ad every two or three posts That's we'll have right. just a tiny bit of them you know it's uh, this is actually a lot easier to use too you know my overview my info my media well, my activities another piece of it um, is um we're gonna have to have a great advertising campaign we're gonna have to put out a really solid marketing plan 
Um, and that's part of the investment dollars that we're looking for to ensure that this is well utilized is that we'll need to be able to simplify the message to people so that they are excited about it, they understand it, and they can use it. So we'll have simplified steps and simplified message. Right. Well, and remember yeah. that yeah. The, the, Wait, Ellen has a question. The, oh, the charity <laughs> Real quick. on the ground will be helping Christopher. And uh, in today's world, the younger people, 10, 12, 13, I know. 14, They're so fast of the stuff. They I understand mean, it better like than me. Easy, easy yes. for them. <laughs> Even been, yeah. My kids, the things they know, I just, I boggles yeah. my mind. Now, you, now you're talking about uh, kids in, and uh, countries like the U.S. and Britain and so forth, you're not talking about the, the African community or the South American community because that's not true in those areas. Uh, they haven't been exposed to a computer. They don't know any of this stuff. So, again, I go back to the learning curve. Uh, yes, that uh, a 14-year-old can run circles around me as far as computing goes right now, and I, and I just accept it. But I'm not talking about somebody from El Salvador yeah. or something. No, we're going to have to simplify the message, I think. We're going to have to really synthesize well, this. And we'll provide educational videos to the teachers well, and the places on the, on the ground on how to do this. But here's the thing. See, this, and, then, this, and then I end up sounding like Christopher was saying he's not trying to sound like that. But I wonder, is there electricity? Are, the, are there access points for computing? Uh, can they do it by cell phone? Do, do they do they have access to cell phones? And I really sound like a typical American here thinking, oh, you must be really impoverished. Maybe that's not true. Maybe they I, have some. Yeah, I want to show you something. Our next door neighbor is in touch uh, with his family and friends in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and they're constantly on the phone like talking to each other. So there definitely is a level of um, modernization that has happened. Okay. Okay. Now see, you have to- Ellen, Ellen I've, got, I've got to interrupt just for a moment. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. We I'm are sorry. coming to the end of this episode oh, no. <laughs> of Make Your Pitch. Uh, we could be here for another hour and a half and I would, right. I would not even realize it's an hour and a half, but we do have obligations that we need to we fulfill. Do. Therefore, do. Uh, at this point, uh, uh, Stephen and Kara, get down to what you need people to understand and how they can help you at this point. Can you do that for me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, well, they ask if if people wish to invest in the spades token pre going public, they can do that. If they're a larger investment entity, then we would have a discussion with them about them actually purchasing the tokens once they go on the exchange and doing it in a manner where they're not going to pump and dump the, the currency because they see that it really um, is for all, for all these people. I'm sorry, I was looking for something because um, Christopher kind of moved me over there. You know, I, I just have to jump. I just have to jump back for one second. I just want to say this. This is not going to happen overnight. No. Now, you know, people are getting more and more and more access to the internet. And the more time goes on, we're not saying we're going to solve it in a month or a year. This is a 15 to 20 year plan. And all the way back, you can see this is 2011, 2009. We had this concept for a global community where everyone could earn exchange by sharing with each other 
And it's only now that it's really come to uh, fruition. I'm sorry. So there's several ways that we're looking for investment dollars. As I was saying, one is that we are selling basically spades. So people can buy spades. We had our first round of investment. It sold out in a couple of hours. Oh, seed rounds. So, yes. So yes. we had we have our second round that we're on right now, and we have a long, long laundry list, excuse me, of investors already. And they range in different amounts that they have invested in based on what they're able to do as well as what they want. Actually, but we're also looking for the right. higher dollar number. For the, for, for the first two rounds, we capped people, like some people $250. There was over 150 people who immediately wanted these. And most yeah. of them are marketers. We have a lot of interest in this. Um, now we're at a point where once we need to build a liquidity pool and once we're pairing our token with other tokens, we have that issue, which is why what we're looking for now and we're in talks with a few different people is a market maker, Christopher, as you can say. It's somebody who says, look, I really get this idea. I see what you're doing where the community is really what the money's about. And uh, I will be one of the people who will be purchasing your tokens when they come out on the exchange to provide a stability to the value. And I just want to, look, I can't stop somebody from doing that once it goes public, obviously, but my preference is to make an agreement with somebody who is socially responsible and will, um, you know, not crash the value overnight because uh, uh, the people that, that are coming to this community, many of them are earning from nothing. And then they're getting this token and they're like, wow, I'm getting wealthier. Okay. So to have their wealth, 50% of it be wiped out because someone who's already rich decided to go take an extra $10 million out to me is uh, disgusting. Irresponsible. Well, so that's yeah. a better that's word. That's why we want to have some longevity on this and some stability. Yes. So we really sure. want people who are, who are going to play in this role, recognize the value that we're bringing to the table for the larger community as well as smaller communities and be able to help support that by having a long-term investment where the increase in the value of the spades will occur the more that people are utilizing it. Yes. But I, yes I've got to assume as well that you do have or have planned some locked pools in order to secure that liquidity. Have yes. you, are you doing that now? Or? Well, we're... It's, we're doing it as we negotiate with the people who actually put in that larger amount. Because like I said, we didn't let people put in tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, the very most we even allowed a few people to do was a couple thousand dollars. That was it. Because we didn't wanna sell out more than one and a half percent of our tokens. That doesn't go with the tokenomics plan. Especially for the initial um, investment tool. Right. Okay. And there All was right. greater, so, so greater you, users. You'd, you know, have have, to, you'd have to say that your tokenization is still growing then as far as the organization. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, right. the value of the space token has actually increased from the first uh, investment uh, and to the second investment pool. So we're planning on the next level, which is when it goes public, is to really, it's going to increase a good deal. I mean, obviously we cannot guarantee it, 
but there's a high potential that once it goes out onto the you know brokerages and the marketplace and public and it could be purchased anywhere in the world yes it'll increase in value so now is actually an excellent time to get in to invest in the spades as we ramp this up okay okay now that uh, yeah. of course I, i'm sorry to keep interrupting i'm just we we do have no. to come to a close here but what i need to know from uh, both of you is how can people uh, invest in this? What is the best route for them to take to get to you and if they're interested in what you've said today? And by the way, I also would like to ask both of you to come back again very soon. I would like to do a series on this within our podcast uh, because we just, uh, we're running way over time right now. There's a lot to talk about. We'd love to share. There's there's a lot to talk about. So I'd like to I would like to invite you to come back for a second series, just to really get in and focus on a few details that we're yes. not able to do in this time frame. Uh, would you Would you love to do uh, that? Yeah. Oh, we'd love to certainly, certainly love to do that. Yeah, um, we'd love to enjoy this. It's great. Good. Now, <laughs> the, now the tell website. Us, go ahead. Uh, go, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Now tell us. Tell us how people can reach you and help you. So the website is spades.community. Okay. Uh, email admin at spades.community. That will come to me or someone else on the administration team. And if they're interested, we will certainly get back to them. They can also get us at the bottom of each page in the footer is our Facebook, our Twitter, our YouTube, our Telegram. Um, a lot of people are on Facebook, and if they just search for Spades Tokens, you'll see where that's the name of our group, Spades Tokens. And people so can buy the Spades Tokens uh, different ways. You know, um, what do you prefer? Yeah, we take cryptocurrency. We do it in a variety of manners with people. The current uh, second round is at 0. 0.0066, so two thirds of a penny. Yeah, it used to be 0. 0.00. Four, four, right? And then, no, three, three. Three, three. Okay, yeah. So it's doubled it. Very good. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, like, I like the word double. I always like that. Yeah. Yeah. Admin at, uh, admin at, uh, there you go. Uh, Spades.community or message us through this group if you want to be part of the group. Uh, Here's where we do, you know, we do weekly. There's Zoom a lot. Meetings. Yeah. Weekly Zoom meetings and there's regular updates on the Facebook page. So people can stay on top of the news on yes. how this is all evolving, which I, I highly encourage yeah. um, because there is there's a lot to it and a lot happening and more and more people are becoming involved in it and excited about it. OK, well, so we can help you by saying subscribe to their channel. Yes, subscribe yeah. to the channel and um, email if you want to invest in this round before we go public. Is, there a, min okay. is there a minimum a minimum uh, number of coins? Um, well, the minimum would be $25. Okay, I mean, I meant tokens, of course, but anyway. Um, well, that's going to be, you know, times 75. <laughs> and for the larger investor... <laughs> Right. I mean, you get like 75 per dollar. Yeah. So our goal is, is definitely to get it up to at least a dollar. Um, now, for the larger investor, is their investment, they come in today, but they have to leave it in your environment for at least 12 months, 15 uh, months? We would we would negotiate that with them. Instead okay, of good. Them, uh, th this is the way it is. 
Okay. You want to talk to them anyway and, and see what kind of people they are, to be quite honest. That's right. Um, okay. You know, and then make a plan. I mean, you know, if they want to do yes. that, we can say, okay, look, would you like a, a seat on the board of directors? See, yeah, because that's available as well. Right. And we definitely want to okay. have the spearheaded by people who are okay. like-minded, you know, interested yes. in the, the twofold of making money and helping community. That's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, we definitely want to have you back. Thank you. I definitely have more questions. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, you always do. Yes, yes. Okay. Questions are good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is exciting. Well, well I'll, send really, you, uh, I'll send you the, the slideshow that we were going over. And this way, if people contact you all who watch your show, because they know how to okay. contact you, uh, then you can send them the slideshow. And that's got all my, even my phone number on it. And they uh, can we'll, really okay. we'll also put that into the show notes for yes. this episode. So okay. people yeah. can go to it direct, even without uh, being having to contact us as well. We try to keep it as simple as possible for people okay. to get involved with both of you uh, along the way. Uh, Stephen, Kira, wow, what an excellent, yeah. excellent uh, discussion today. Uh, I have to say that I know I speak for Ellen. We're both definitely behind you and your project and what you're doing. And yes. we want to help in any way we can to make yes. it a, the success that you know it's going to be. Uh, just, you just yes. don't know when, but you know it's going to be successful. It's coming. Yes. It's we know coming. It. That's right. That's right. So yes. thank you again. We appreciate it very, yes. very much. Ellen? And as and what? as we say on make your pitch, be intriguing when you make your pitch. That's exactly right. And with that being said, <laughs> uh, make your pitch is always about showing off what you're doing and presenting it to folks who are willing and able and interested in putting money into that system. As we close, always remember to listen, learn, and give. Have a great afternoon. If you enjoyed today's episode of Make Your Pitch, go smash the subscription button and if you want, leave us a five-star review. If you think you have what it takes to be on one of our episodes, contact us by going to the show notes to learn how. But most of all, be with us again next week for another episode of Make Your Pitch. Make Your Pitch.